Superkicks.com offers cool streetwear and apparel at great prices. Shipping worldwide, thanks to the guys at Superkicks, you can get 10% off your order by using the code SWN at the checkout. That's Superkicks.com, pro wrestling apparel. Welcome to episode two of the Sharp Dojo series from the SWM podcast. I am your host, as always, Billy, uh, as I uh, speak to people that have been nominated by Looking Sharp of the Looking Sharp Online Dojo. I am joined this week by the inevitable uh, Stone Malone. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me again. Yes, uh, we were saying beforehand when, when Lou uh, nominated you, you're the first person to be on the SWN podcast, the Untitled podcast by SWN, and now the Sharp Dojo series. So you've you're now the Triple Crown champion of SWN. I guess we can. It's fair to say. Put that on the CV. Uh, so, um, what, I did listen to our last podcast because I didn't want to like go over the same things again. So, if you want to find out uh, what how Stone got into pro wrestling, you can go check. Uh, our previous episode, because that's when I'll be told. Um, so yeah, what have you been up to? For, well, last time I spoke to you, it was for the Untitled one. We didn't really get to chat that much, because we didn't have a lot of time. But uh, what have you been up to in the last five months since our last uh, proper podcast chat? Uh, just the usual stuff, really. Like, trying to keep myself active, whether it's doing Twitch streams or going out walks, trying to find new ways to exercise, just trying to find anything that I can do so that I'm not just lying in bed all day, just thinking about what I'm going to have for dinner. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much my my bit at the moment. Uh, I've actually went into a new stage of lockdown where I'm actually cooking food. Like Usually yeah. it's, it's, it's my wife who does it, or I'll, if I'm doing it, it's something really easy, throw in the oven. But mm. yeah, yeah, last night I was like, I really fancy chicken stuffed with, with Philadelphia, wrapped in bacon. I really fancy that. Oh, I'll make it myself. Who am I? Who the f- it's, it's disgusting. It was amazing. But it's disgusting that I've turned into this person. Um, so what were your thoughts on... You're, you're actually up, you're our second podcast winner to, to come back to the show. You're the first one I'll go out because Ian Scare's episode is like way in the future and it is an absolute chaotic mess. Uh, but you won... The best untitled episode in our SWM podcast. Uh, why do you think people voted for you? Um, I honestly think it might be to do with the story about Jerry. I feel like that was really underrated, like Christmas story wise. <laughs> it was. It was the clincher. <laughs> uh, between that and also the quiz, I mean, the quiz was really entertaining as well. I know. I, I've. I've I'm like on the fence about bringing it back for for next year, just because Zoom is so restrictive for times. But I'm gonna have a wee dabble in Skype and see if we can uh, bring back the quiz properly, and we can get a proper uh, thing going. Get yourself and Brent for part two, and uh, one of you could well, revenge the other's loss from last time. Um, you're still twitching, obviously. Yeah. Do Twitch TV, not the physical act of twitching. Uh, you've been doing days days gone, is that right? Is how how you find doing Twitch? Um it's alright. Like it's trying it's a struggle trying to find games that will attract viewers because there are certain games that I enjoy and then there's certain games that like other viewers but find like boring to watch. Like for example, Days Gone, like, I enjoy playing it, but um a lot of people that watch my stream, they were saying to me that it's kind of hard sometimes because it's like kind of a slow game. But like when the action's there, it's really good. But if I stream for about an hour and like maybe 70% of it is mostly story and traveling, they tend to find it like really boring. So it's just trying to find the games that will attract viewers and keep them hooked. 
Yeah, I, I was finding that with when I was dabbling in streams that, and I, I didn't, I didn't really want to speak to folk. I just wanted to play in peace. But I was like, yeah. oh, I'll put it on Twitch, see how that goes, and then eventually I was just like, nah, I'd rather be left left to myself, dying constantly, without uh, having to uh, interact with other people while I'm just getting furious about dying every every two seconds. Um, but yeah, and and I know you're a big DC Marvel fan. Um, what are your thoughts on the Snyder Cut? I'm looking forward to it, but at the same time, I'm also not looking forward to it being four hours long. Like, the trailers that I've seen make me want to watch it, but knowing that it will literally be a four hour watch is kind of soul destroying. Especially if it's shit. <laughs> I, exactly. Like, I mean, that's something I've noticed DC are very famous for. Like the trailer for a film comes out and it looks amazing, and then you see the film itself and it is shit. Uh, it's like, uh, well, the, the, I mean, Endgame was it Endgame, or yeah, Endgame was three hours long, but at least Marvel had built up the trust in ten years to know it's at least going to be some sort of entertaining for for, for that amount of time. Uh, do you find that that DC just tried to like rush? Justice League too quickly because like I say Mar Marvel had a bunch of films before they did the first team up one whereas DC had Man of Steel and Batman or no, didn't have that Man of Steel they went alright they're all together now I mean I do think they did rush it like because um, I remember seeing what the Flash series and thinking Right, it's going to be Tim that'll be tying into the Justice League film, but when I saw that it was like a completely different flash, I was a wee bit confused and I don't I just I don't know what it is that DC try to do, but uh like the first Justice League did pardon upon it didn't do any of the heroes in the film justice, but the Snyder Cut could do them some justice, but well, it's that way. We need to wait till the film actually comes out. Yeah, I'm in the same kind of boat. I'm intrigued, but yeah, I don't want to sit for four hours for something that that uh, will take three hours to, to get somewhere and then go. Let's do something totally different for the last hour. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll find a copy. Hopefully, I'll actually have the whole copy when I find it uh, this time and not the last ten minutes cut off. Um, have you been watching One Division? I did, yeah. I've watched it. Well, yeah. Like every Friday, the new episodes came out. I was on top of it, and there were some theories that I had that didn't come true, and I applauded Marvel for that because they kept fans on the edge of their seat. Like, is this going to happen? Like, what's happening next? So, I think the series was really great. Are uh, you uh, on the Mephisto train? Sorry, for anyone watching this, there may be some spoilers. I should say that now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was kind of on the Mephisto train, but the train I was mostly on was um, the Mr. Fantastic train. I really expected him to make an appearance. Yeah, I was kind of sitting in the last one. Uh, I mean, as of recording, who knows, one may, have, one may drop tomorrow uh, out of nowhere. But... Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, it's going to be a big cameo at the end. Is it going to be Mr. Fantastic? Is it going to be Doctor Strange? Is it going to be uh, Banner? Uh, it was none. <laughs> none of them at all. Oh. Paul, Paul Bettany uh, pulled off the, the greatest troll by saying that the act, an actor he wanted to work with most, turned out, spoilers, was himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you can't even be mad. I know, it's, it's one of those things, it, it, going on to Reddit every Friday just to get the theories, because I mean, I'm not a big, I mean, we discussed last time, I'm not, a, I wasn't a big comic book guy, I'll read a couple, but I'm not, I don't know the lore, I just know bits and pieces, so when people were throwing out all these names, I was like, oh, it could be, oh, it could be that, that sounds interesting, so for me, when I saw the end of it, I was like, ah, oh, that's, that's, this is all wrapped up quite nicely, cool, oh, this could be Doctor Strange, uh, the time Doctor Strange, but yeah, people go nuts for like Nightmare and and, uh, and oh. Mephisto and all that kind of stuff. I'm just there going, hi, could be. Don't know. 
let me just enjoy the ride. So we've got uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier next. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. Think, yeah. I think that might be slightly better than One Division, but that might just be because I'm really biased when it comes to Captain America. I know. I'm waiting for, uh, for the the Friday theories going. Oh, that could Captain America's going to turn up. And <laughs> just to go, oh no, he's not, he's not. He's not. I think folk are gonna maybe be a bit calmer this time with their with their theories, knowing that, that Marvel have uh, they they know their audience far too well, and yeah. uh, will be able to just to, to play them like a fiddle <laughs> for this. Um, yeah, I was watching the like the Legends things on Disney Plus, like the we ten minute catch up where the, how the characters got there, and uh, yeah, super super excited for where that's gonna go. Um, Right, let's go to some wrestling chat because folk will be listening to this thinking it's going to be a wrestling chat. I was spent the first 10 minutes speaking about anything but. Um, so, it, as you've been, last time we spoke was five months ago when we recorded in October and then we did the, the quiz, which I said doesn't really count because we didn't really get that much chat in. Um, you've, you've been quite busy with the old promos, uh, I've been yeah. noticing. Um, so, you've been. Promo for uh, right here. We've got Target Heavyweight Championship. They were doing a, a big thing. So, is that something you've been you've been aiming to work towards your promos, or is, is, is this something you're just trying to just get out to get your name out as soon as possible? It's something I've like tried to work on. So, like some promos, I'll record maybe like five to ten takings just to see what one I think would work better and then like if I've got one that I'm happy with I'll delete the rest and either post that promo or send it to the promotion that's looking for said promos uh, It's always the same it's either going to be one take or it's going to be a load of takes um, yeah. well, I, mean, I, did a, I did a little bit for uh, Kurt Cooper's Hitting the Headlines podcast it was like two, uh, not even two minutes knocked out one go that was my pen. I knocked out one go, great. And then same time, like just before I chatted to yourself, I did a 30 second video for Monday Night Chores. And it mm. took me fucking ages. <laughs> it took me like, it was five attempts and I was like, that's the one I've, I've started the least on, that can go. That's the one that's being sent over. Um, so Target is, they, they've offered a, a spot. I think they're doing a like and share thing to get people possibly going I'm not sure how they're working their thing uh, but you've also been announced for Pro 2 as well Pro 2 Championship Wrestling um, of course run by Logan Storm what was your what was your process getting into there was it a CV or how did you get involved with Pro 2 I, I was kind of, that was kind of a simple process like Logan basically just asked me if I was Pro 2 if I was uh, in here if I was Pro 2 and I said fucking absolutely because like I knew I'd seen him like uh, promoting Pro Two before like assigning a roster, so like and I had a rough idea what it was when he messaged me about it, and then when he messaged me, I was like yes, absolutely, and then he's assigned he's assigned me to the Joker division, I believe. So I'm really looking forward to competing in that and wrestling along everyone else that will be a part of that division. Either the roster is just ridiculous. Um, can't believe that it's just so stacked already. I've spoken to to Logan, which an episode that's coming out in the future, um, and he seems to if he's asked you to be involved, he's already got a story in mind for you, uh, or he's got like a plan, or he's he knows kind of where you're going or how you use. As you kind of, I don't want to know what the plans are, but as he kind of already pitched you some stories for what he plans to do with you. Yeah, like, um, without trying to spoil too much, like, he's run a couple of ideas by me, and every one of them has, like, been really interesting. So I don't know if he is going to run every one of them, like, one story will play into the other, etc. or if he's just, like, these are ideas and then he'll go, right, that one will work at this moment in time. So it's just that way, like, waiting to see what does happen. But I'm really looking forward to working for Pro 2 and seeing where it goes. Absolutely. And another place you've been uh, eyeing up 
is TNT Extreme. They, they've got a tournament for their ignition championship, if I'm right in thinking that. Um, and also British Wrestling Revolution, a youth and revolt tournament as well. So yeah. again, it's just, just, just finding opportunities and trying to get your name in there. Very much. I like I just seen opportunities and I've gave them a retweet of what the use the gif I usually go with the guy going, I would like to do that please. And then after retweeting that I would message the promotion and ask if it would be okay to send them my C V just so they can see like I'm not a slouch who's just chancing my arm here. Like I actually do have like a bit of experience, so it's that way. If they like what they see in the TV, hopefully they bring me down. So that, that's I, I was kind of concerned when I saw people do these gifts, thinking are they just doing a gift and that's it? So it's, I'm I'm happy to hear that at least well yourself that's going. I've done this little funny bit and then I'm going to go. I but I actually want to be in it. So here's my stuff, <laughs> and let me know as soon as possible. Uh, is that the sort of thing you've been picking up at the at the dojo? Um, kind of I like. The first class was like the CV class, so I learned a lot for that because I mean my first CV like it was very basic. It was like an introduction to who I was, what styles I could wrestle, promo pick here, here's a match there. Like it's one of the things like some promoters would look at it and just be like just another CV. But now like learning the that class and every other, and then all the guests that Lou has brought on, like they've spoke about CVs at point as well, like things to put on it, and then other ways to like promote yourself on social media. So I've really learned a lot from that. Yeah, I mean wrestling's really evolved from just being a a handshake, going, oh yeah, we'll get you on a month or so, to now being, you know, CV. I want your music, I want your promos, I want everything. So that, yeah. that I'm putting out the best product and that you're getting the best opportunities as well. Um, so yeah, the, the CV one, of course, I, I was I was there for the uh, tag team one with Krieger, which is also something that you'll be uh, interested in as well because because you're teaming yeah. with uh, Una Raw. Um, and then you had the the Selena De La Renta one, uh, a producer and um, for MLW. So what was that one like? Because that's, that's more about how to have more production and. And how to get involved? What was what was that her class like? And so like it was basically it was like how to put yourself out there and make yourself stand out because when she told her story and how she made it in wrestling and like she basically had the same philosophy to everything like always have stuff prepared, have like your CV prepared, have your gear prepared, have everything prepared and. If there's shows going on around you, but you're not booked on them, ask the promoter to come down and help out, like with a ring, or if they need somebody there to, like maybe do a security or something like that, just ask for a like if they need assistance, and if they say yeah, then go down and help them, because then that's you getting an eye of a promoter who sees somebody who's willing to put the work in to then be rewarded with a chance of a possible booking. Yeah, um, that's, that's pretty much what I've been kind of hearing. It's, it's like nowadays, it's not just always bring your gear. It's like it's it always have a link to a match or always have a, a link to a promo as well. So mm-hmm. you've had a fair few matches now. What would be, what, what would say your top, I don't know, three that you'd, you'd include in that CV? What, what would be the ones that you're most proud of? Um, well, the first one I would send would be my one with Liam Thompson. Like, because, well, it's also it's Liam Thompson. So, and I feel like it's probably been my best singles match in my career so far. Um, another match I would send would be the six-man tag I was involved in for the PWS and PWI Super Show. It was me, you and Raw. Darren Vice against Hal Rayner, Owen Jacks, who's what now known as Jimmy Pierce, I believe, and um, Danny Edwards. So, like, I'd send that match in. And then a third one, I'm not really sure because, like, 
a lot of the footage I have is tag matches. So like I would send in a tag, another tag match that was just me and you know all against Fortune five hundred. I would send that in as well because I feel like that was a really good match considering it was a promotion we never really worked for before. Of course, yeah, down Dundee. Um, I mean, I suppose as well, tag matches are a bit more complicated because generally you're the bigger of the two uh, height and a bit more stockier as well than, than you. And so he'll be the one that's doing the majority of the of the, the beating, of getting beat down and you're the one that's coming in and uh, yeah. flinging folk about. So it's, uh, it's a bit weirder dynamic, but um, definitely that, that Krieger tag uh, seminar was... Uh, I've, I've said another podcast coming up, but it's weird. I wa- I've listened to that. I wrote notes for matches I'll never have, but uh, I wrote notes and I ended up watching a tag match the night after and watching it going, oh, I've done yeah. that. I've doing that. Oh, okay. I'm seeing the psychology that I never really paid much it's attention to. It's weird how that happens. Like, you write something down like, right, okay, I'm going to focus on this and then you study a batch and then you're like, oh, right. Like, they've either done it or then sometimes they'll not do something and you'll be like, should have done that there. Like, it's really weird how when somebody says something to you and you take a note of it, you just notice it immediately. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. It was uh, America's Most Wanted against uh, Three Live Crew. So, of course, it was, it's got four hugely uh, experienced wrestlers at the same time and tag team wrestlers. But yeah, I just couldn't believe when I was watching going, oh, that's what Kiger said. I said that as well. And that's them doing it. Um, of course, they've got some huge guests coming up. Uh, oh. Unbelievable guests. So uh, for those that are unaware that are listening to this, uh, this comes. This is going to come out like two days after I've, I've recorded it. So it's, it's recent. It's not like I'm, I'm recording in October and putting out in November like last time uh, we chatted. But uh, we've got what, Justin Credible, uh, mm. Bull James, and Hector Guerrero, the gobbledygooker yeah. himself. So is there any ones that... A uh, Buffa as well, of course, big Buffa. Uh, is, is there any particular classes that you're intrigued by um, to get involved in, listen, in watching? Definitely... Like, I'm really interested in all four of them, but if I had to single out a one in particular that I was really looking forward to, I'd probably say Hector Guerrero. Purely because, like, well, I mean, he's from the Guerrero family, but that's, that stands for itself. So, like, his wrestling knowledge is going to be, like, at the top. And, like, you'll just have so much other information that you can pass on, like, stuff on how you make yourself stand out, get yourself out there. Like, that's what I like about learning for guys like this. It's not like you're just learning wrestling from them. Like You're learning the business from them. And that's what I really like about these online classes. That's it. Yeah, I mean, wrestling itself, the, almost, the wrestling's almost secondary. If you can get the story and yourself, like, over... Uh, so to speak, I hate using wrestling terminology, but that was the only word I could think of at the time. Uh, but it, as long as you, the, as long as the crowd's invested, then the wrestling's almost uh, a second part of it. And of course, Hector Guerrero. Um, I mean, a lot of people will remember him, of course, as the Gobbledygooker. But uh, my favourite Hector Guerrero was uh, TNA, um, yeah. when he was with LAX. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the first time I really like knew who he was because I was a young guy at the time, and then like. It was weird, I never heard his name getting announced, but I'm looking at him like, he looks like Eddie Guerrero, and then that's when I heard my commentators say, and Hector Guerrero is now getting into the ring, I'm like, that makes so much sense now, and then like from there I've just like went back and watched a lot of the stuff, like we had an Eddie, either teaming up or against each other, and when stuff for that. Yeah, it's just one of those guys that's definitely worth going back and, and checking his, his career, because he's He's phenomenal. I mean, it's, it's a Guerrero. I mean, even by 2004, uh, Chavo Classic, uh, Chavo Guerrero Sr. was still pretty, being able to shift, even though he didn't look like he could, he was still being able to put on matches uh, with likes yeah. of Rey Mysterio. Um, so it's, the, the Guerrero line is just ridiculous. Right. And of course, is carried on by his other son, Dominic. 
and <laughs> to, to 2005 people if you want to go back and watch find out why I said that um one one story I missed when we were chatting before um I don't know if I said it afterwards but and I'm hoping that I've just not mixed up with someone else a video went round of you doing your entrance uh to nobody so yeah. so this was a, a, a rib uh, obviously oh excuse me using more wrestling terminology but uh how how without mentioning you don't have to mention any names who who made you do it but uh what were your thoughts as you as you were coerced into doing that oh like, i went into it basically like don't give a fuck <laughs> like i remember one time like people were talking about who he did and Krager said Stone's a hard one to rib because like I'll admit it, I'm quite gullible and like Krager said that as well, but then he also said it also doesn't give a fuck. So it's that way, like if it entertains people, even if it makes a mockery of me, I'll happily do it. Anything to make people laugh. So that's my mentality. If you've got happy people beside you then you're gonna have a good time. I think as well, it was quite good that you're doing it as as the face, because it was just come on and and clapping. I have a feeling that if you were told to come out as a heel to do that, you would have looked like a, a it would have looked a bit stupid <laughs> coming out and scowling to nothing. I, See, I, I did do it as a heel, but that just went <laughs> So basically, I just walked around going like, eh, on and like nobody. And then that's when I'd done it as a face and that got recorded. Ah, uh, so the, the, no, nobody other than those in that hall will, will, will have known and will have seen that that happened, the, the first take. Uh, um, so you said you're, you're quite hard to, to crack because you you just don't give a fuck. Uh, was there any other attempts anyone's tried to get you? Um... Not really, like, I'd honestly say Krager's the one who gets me the most, because, like, I'm assuming you've heard the wrestling license rib now? Yes, I've made several now, just due to this. this he initiated me with that. Like, he's, he's heard it on a podcast, and he figured he would, he would try it out, and I became the victim. And, he, like, Krager's that way. He'll make you believe anything he says. Like he just got one of the faces and voices that he can string you the stupidest story, but it's so believable. And he told me this on the way to a show, and I was like, "Oh fuck, what am I gonna do?" And he's like, "You better go and ask TJ what to do." So of course I went and asked him, and then when TJ says, "I went," I was like, "Oh, you fucking." <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of the wrestling license, because I made one for for a good friend of yours recently, uh, Mister A. A. Ron uh, Chalmers. Oh, hi, him. Who who is A. A. Ron? Who is A. A. Ron Chalmers? <laughs> so, like, to anyone that doesn't know, he's famous for being on Jordan Shaw, and then when that show became irrelevant, he turned into an MMA fighter. And I don't know how he does with that. Like I've never watched any of his fights, but I've had people like tell me what his record does now, and he seems to be doing okay with it. But I mean, going for Jordan Shaw to MMA now, believing that he's going into WWE. Like, oh my god, it, it makes me, it makes me laugh every time. It's, and he, of course, he did. He did reply to you. Uh, what did he yeah. say? He's, he's gonna, he's gonna retire by his, by the time he's forty. And I basically said he'll be he'll be in and out of WWE before they phone me. But like the one thing I really noticed, he has reply was when he said, "Check the clip of you." And like I went on in my my timeline and I was scrolling through like what clip, thinking there was like a video somewhere, and then. I asked somebody, like, here, yeah, what does that mean? And then, like, they told me it was the job the equivalent to check the state of you. I was like, all right, okay, that makes sense now. 
Oh, was, was there was there a bit of the back of your mind that you actually actually did a proper search and found your YouTube channel was going, ah, oh, watching watch his matches, uh, watch match with uh, Liam Thompson, going, all right, okay, okay, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, it's I don't I don't understand why he thinks that's a good thing that he'd be in and out by the time he's forty. Does that mean he's shite and he's been released? Because like, <laughs> like he was on John the Shore when I was still in school, so like, I've no idea how old he is. I've had to guess I'd roughly, roughly mid thirties, but I could be completely wrong, and he may have been on TV at a really young age. But <laughs> fuck knows, man. Fuck knows what he's getting himself into. Uh, I mean, it's. I mean, if you look at the people that have also went from acting to MMA careers, they got the guy from Harry Potter uh, as well. So, and and of course the Green Power Ranger. So it's a, it's a very eclectic mix of of uh, famous folk. Although I had CM Punk, of course, um, going into all these things. So <sighs> interesting. We'll, we'll leave it with that. So I, I did promise that we've got a game that we're going to play today. Uh, before we, we continue, I've got a. Uh, I, I realised I didn't actually ask you the dinosaur question last time, so I'm saving that for later. Um, but we've got a game. It's called Wrestle Tag Bury. Mm-hmm. And that was the brief pause there for the wee intro, because I made a wee intro ten seconds long. Um, so there's three names. Very easy. One wrestle, one you tag with, one you bury, which is the equivalent to kill. I didn't want to put kill because it sounded a bit creepy. Yeah. Uh, I've got three rounds, uh, two silly rounds, one you might actually have a bit more thought with. So, <clears throat> first round, wrestle tag bury. Martin Stone, Robert Stone, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Wrestle Martin Stone, Tagway Stone, Cold Steve Austin, Barry Robert Stone. I did have a think that was going to be the answer. I, I wasn't sure about Martin or Stone Cold. I thought that might kind of flip a little bit. Yeah, one that was really thinking it. Uh, round two, this might be a bit more difficult. Rockstar Spud, The Rock, Barack Lesnar. Oh. Right. Wrestle Brock Lesnar, Tagway Rockstar Spud, and Barry the Rock. Oh, controversial. Why? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like the Rock's like he's not really focused on wrestling now. Like he's a very successful actor now. So like, I'm supp- it's that way. Like, I suppose I couldn't really bury him. Like, there's no burying the Rock, but. Like, if I had the choice to like, avoid one of them in wrestling, it'd probably be The Rock, purely because he doesn't really need the wrestling anymore. Uh, I'd rather just uh, stick backstage on one of his cheat meal days with some Terramana and tequila and just go wild. I still want to try some of that. Yeah, me too, but it's like, I think there's a crafty connoisseur has some, but they're just, because they have to import it, it's just crazy prices. Yeah. And, I'm not a tequila drinker myself, but I'm just, I'm so intrigued to give it a go at the same time. Yeah, because it's the rocks like, on tequila. Absolutely. <laughs> it's the same with uh, uh, Dos Hombres, I think. It's uh, Brian Cranston and Aaron Pauls. I'm just like, I don't like tequila, but I kind of want to try that because it's it's the Breaking Bad tequila. Exactly. One of the things. Um, and our last one we've got, this is probably the toughest one. So, Wrestle Tag, Barry, oh, I forgot the name of my own show. Uh, Ewan O'Raw, Krieger, TJ Rage. Uh, uh, soft, soft you for the first couple for the, 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 the mineral puns, but I'll think at the end. Well, Wrestle, TJ Rage, because I've said before that's a match I'd really be interested in doing. Um, oh god, it's like Sophie's choice now. 
Yeah. Um, right. Tag with you and Raw and Billy Craig up because you're the things you love me. Oh, let's, let's hope he doesn't uh, listen to this or watch it. Or we should. Um, um, I'm prepared for the repercussions there. Uh, and the, the usual the usual two stupid questions we have and we'll, we'll, we'll go back to some wrestling chat but the, their question is what's your favourite dinosaur? Um, Luchasaurus oh nice great I love it when people go outside of actual dinosaurs great uh, another one which is a question you probably heard several times because it's come from uh, Lou and Krieger themselves but what would win in a fight Two sheep or one cow? See, that's a... I reckon the two sheep. Yes. Finally. Right. I think we're right up to... I've asked about who knows how many people. I think we're up to three people that have now said sheep. So, I, I'll believe it. I'll believe it. It's... Do you think it's a strategy or just outnumbered? I thought both because, like, one sheep could distract the cow and then the other one could come in for the side or the behind and just knock it in its ass. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've went for uh, you could get a cow upstairs but you can't get a cow downstairs. So I'm thinking if, uh, if they get a cow upstairs then the more I've said this theory now the more stupid it sounds. But um, there has been other folk just out, they can out, out work a cow the cow will give yeah. up. Uh, or I think Logan Storm said a sheep, if it rams, it's spine locks. So it would just tear through a cow. Um, so we're learning. We're learning as we go with this ridiculous question, um, which everyone will be answering from about Looking Sharp's episode onwards. That's like next week. Uh, we've got weird questions in the Twitter. These are all, I mean, because we did that much wrestling chat in our last episode, this has been mostly just nonsense but uh we've got hal rayner coming in with if you make two lasagnas then stack them one on top of the other how many lasagnas do you have i think the answer to that would be just one big lasagna yeah i'm i'm of that thought as well must be i mean it would have like a like a crisp a crispy cheese middle which sounds amazing oh it does now that you mention it i'm all for it Thinking like right, and then I was thinking, would it be four? And then I'm like, no, because because it's still one lasagna. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you cut it in half, then it's two lasagnas. But it's, if there's no cut, then it's still one. Exactly. Yeah, that's what we're going with. Yeah, and uh, Jason Hyde, what's your favourite type of wheel? Wagon wheel. Yes, that was my answer as soon as I read it as well. I was like, if, if it's anything other than wagon wheel. Then it's wrong. That's, that's <laughs> the one to go with. Uh, right, okay. So another thing that you've been popping up recently, uh, because of course I have to do a, a wee cyber stop to, to get some notes and questions. Um, you've, you've professed a little bit of love for, for the SmackDown games again uh, recently. I, I've got a couple behind me that you can't see because I've got the, the pops in the way, but I found them when I was uh, going through some stuff. So I've got SmackDown versus Raw, here comes the pain and shut your mouth. Um, what were your favourites? Uh, any particular memories playing them? Oh man, the first one I ever had was Here Comes the Pain. And I just remember like getting it on Christmas Day with like, my first PlayStation 2 and just sitting in my room like all night after the Christmas dinner with my cousins playing it and it was a great time. But I'd say my favourite game the SmackDown series would probably be uh, Shut Your Mouth. Honestly, I think that's an underrated gem. I think everyone goes, Here Comes the Pain, first of all, but uh, Shut Your Mouth was my first one for, with the PS2 that I got for Christmas. So it was mm -hmm. Shut Your Mouth, the one I played. Uh, do you ever go back and, or at least think of your creations, your, your creative wrestlers and, and cringe, or think, oh, I imagined I was going to be like that one day, and now I'm nay. Sometimes, yeah, but I would, sometimes I would get really bored and make up these absolutely ridiculous 
like creation. I remember this one creation I made that was in the first SmackDown versus Raw game. I made him a blue skeleton and I gave him the hair of Paul Phoenix. And I can't even remember what his gear was, but I just remember giving him robot hands for some reason. And then, like, after a week of that, I decided, right, this guy needs a tag partner. So I, co- I copied and pasted him, but instead of a blue skeleton, I put a paper bag over his head. And I thought, well, there's your tag team. I didn't have a name for them. I just went with default. There you go. See, I was always like, the one that keeps flashing back to my mind is when I was younger, I had hair. And uh, I would I would get like I would get like uh, streak blonde streaks through it. So I made a creator a character had a had a blonde streaked mohawk like not not even a mohawk it was like you had hair and it was like gelled up. Um, oh, but the mohawk. The mohawk, so like that, yeah. Uh, and the attire, I don't know why I was thinking what I was thinking. It was jean shorts because I liked wearing jean shorts. It's all well so far. Trainers. Pulled up socks, cause so it's all it's all good down down below. A, a belt with a chain, cause you know, got yeah. a belt with a chain. A string vest, a black string vest. Uh, an earring, like a yeah. big earring, and an eyebrow ring. Didn't think I was ever gonna get one of those. A goatee. I looked like I go clubbing. Uh, <laughs> by by the power fish, and I thought I looked cool as fuck. In this character, and that's what I used my season mode, and I would have uh, yeah. finger fingerless gloves, and I have wraps all the way up as well. And I thought, oh, it's so cool. And then, yeah, when I think about the card now, I look at it and go, just Why did I think that was cool? Why did I, yeah. in those games as well? It take ages to create someone because you could go online, you go to what, cause.ws. And you can find the, the the plans to make anyone. And I spent a whole weekend making Charlie Hoss. Oh, oh. Anyone in the world. I had I, I had to print it out. So I had a stack of, of I don't know, what's it, 10 or 11 pages of codes. I, you had to get like the skin tone, the eye shape. You had to get everything perfect. I remember yeah. I started with Rey Mysterio for uh, Shut Your Mouth. Because I remember unlocking his gear. I'm like, right, I actually need to make him in this game now. So I just looked up how to do it. And oh my god, I think I spent the full day on it. It was crazy. I know, and then you get to the end of it, you're just like, gotta be arsed using him now. I've spent that much time. But yeah, Charlie Hoss. Why did I wait? I had a big folder of these codes as well. I don't know how much ink I used over that time, but. Um, uh, kids these days, I could just go into community creations and someone's made one. And we oh, had, to, had to make it code by code. Um, absolutely useless. Right, so uh, last time we spoke, when you were talking about like matches you wanted to do, matches you wanted to have, pretty much the answer was anything. Uh, but five months have passed now. Is there anyone more set you want to, to face? Anyone that, after uh, doing all these these promos and that, anyone that's you've got your eye on for a, a match when, when shows return? Um, there's a good few, but one in particular is Scotty Rock. Okay. Like, because in, when, he, when he posted like, a highlight reel saying that he missed like, wrestling, I noticed it. Like because uh, Kurt Johansson had like, retweeted it and um, I, hang, I wrote a comment underneath it saying it's crazy how much I want to share a ring with this guy now. And Scotty himself had actually liked my reply, so I was thinking, like, oh, this could be something in the future. So, like, if that match was to ever happen, I'd be really happy with that. That's the thing with it. I mean, with, with Kurt as well, Kurt's great for, for just trying to get information everywhere because I always be posting in, in the, the dojo as well. Uh, have you found that that since you joined the, the dojo that that your networking's increased? Are you sending CVs everywhere or um, have you been finding yourself more busy because of it? Since joining the dojo, like I've sent CVs out to companies in Denmark, uh, promotions in Spain, 
And then, like, obviously, some other ones down south that I've never really seen a TV to before. So, just the, the waiting game now, really, to see if any of them are interested in using me. But yeah, I'd, I'd definitely say, like, the networking it is, like, really paid off. Yeah, that's what I've been finding with, I mean, even just as, a, as an outsider looking in, just how much, well, between, I said, like, what Lou's bringing in and the fact that you're, 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 you are pro too. Um, you've got guys like Krieger, of course, um, you've got TJ who've got their own promotions. You've got Lou who's, who's got a hand at respect as well. So really I was saying to Logan Storm and I'll tell you now because the episode's not coming out for a couple of weeks, but he's created a, a opportunity pool and he's brought you in, in involved as well. So it's, he's a kind of, create his own network um, that, that wrestlers like yourself can get involved in. Um, so, yeah, so what would be your, your dream? You've put out your CVs. Is there any countries that you want to get to in particular or ones like you have, Denmark, Spain, and you just want to get to, or is there any ones you want to visit and actually uh, wrestle in? Basically, like, it's very cliche, but I'd love to go to travel the world to wrestle. Like, even if I need to go through every European country first, then I'll happily do it because like I enjoy travelling as well. So if I do go over to Denmark for a show, like I'm going to enjoy the travelling and I'm going to enjoy the experience of the wrestling outside of Scotland, which is something I really want to give a go. Uh, I mean, your, your career itself, I mean, obviously no wrestling happened from well, now, uh, last year. I think the, the last show was the 19th of March uh, last yeah. year, which is a, was one of Grado's shows. Um, so I don't know if you can count this as a, a year in, in career-wise, but... Uh, oh, I'm not. <laughs> uh, so Lou also put out, like, what's your goals? Uh, you wanted uh, three small goals and a big goal. Um, I can't remember what you put... Uh, off the top of my head uh, but what would be your what, what is your small goals say for the next I don't know three five years and what's your big goal your final goal my small goals well both of them basically tie in each other like I want to get back into good shape like before the lockdown I'd say I was probably in the best shape of my life but I still feel like I could have been in better shape and that was something I really wanted to work towards so Definitely that, and on top of that, I definitely want to get stronger so that way I can throw people around. So basically, my, my two small goals tie into one medium goal, if you will, and that's just to get faster, better, stronger and better. And my big goal was to wrestle outside of Scotland, even if it's only in England, like, it's still wrestling outside of Scotland, and that's something... I really want to push for because I feel like the more countries I wrestle in, the more my name's going to stand out when promos are anything gets spread around. Absolutely, and obviously you've taken steps that already with like things like Target and TNT and uh, BWR, so it, it's certainly putting in the work, and eventually you'll be able to face uh, Aaron uh, at WrestleMania, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, that's if he's mad enough to fucking step in the ring with me at one point. Um, that 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 odd thing is now just uh, I can't look at the name Aaron anymore, and it's <laughs> it's definitely a key and peel that it's the fault of it because I can't every time I look at it I just go Aaron, and <laughs> so I mean if 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 Aaron Chalmers uh, wants to go anywhere he's really got to start changing his name because I can't take it seriously. Uh, if he's going to go around uh, bloody air on sure you can hardly take him serious anyway so uh, it's, it's I don't understand people it's like aye, settle, settle yourself you're on, you're on Georgie Shore I'm sure everyone remembers your name if you're not I can't remember any of them uh, Charlotte Crosby like she was in Georgie Shore that's it that's all the ones I remember yeah pretty much I, I never really watched it so Right, so anything else you're looking forward to? I mean, obviously, shows aren't happening. Hopefully, by the time this comes out, the uh, gyms will be open again, or at least the opportunity to do 
uh, sessions. So is there any um, places you're looking to get to do seminars? I know that the FPWA, of course, will be trying to do something uh, as soon as, but is, is there anywhere that any uh, places you want to, to get to and get working? Basically, like anywhere that does open, like I spent the last year sitting in Mars and like I was looking into going to seminars, but I was that way. I was like, yeah, I really want to because shows are not happening. Like I was beating myself mentally for it, but now I'm that way. It's like if anywhere like opens up, and even if it's like a one on one session or anything, like I'm going to. Do what I can to put my name forward for it and hopefully get something booked in. Mm. Uh, what it's, it's so weird that we're now in an age where we could do things like this. You can do seminars over over Zoom and over Microsoft Teams, all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm hoping that Lou. I mean, of course, he'll have his own wrestling to do uh, once the show's open. He goes everywhere uh, to do so, but I'm, I'm hoping he kind of keeps this running at least once a month, these uh, sh these sharp dojos and and uh, because maybe you get people, I was looking just at the names on things like you like Sharps, uh, so like Lou's ones and FPWAs and you get guys from my neck of the woods up in Aberdeen then you get folk that are in Denmark and it's just a, a, a nice melting pot of people um, to learn yeah. from. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I've, I've, I've covered everything that I I want to cover like like I say for anyone listening or watching this, we have spoken to Stone several times now because he is the only Triple Crown in uh, SWM podcast uh, history at this stage. Uh, but where can people find you on social media if they want to know more? Um, if you want to follow me on social media, you can find me on Twitter at Stone Malone PW, Instagram Stone Malone PW, and my Facebook as just Stone Malone. Excellent. I noticed you were some sponsored gear there. So even though we'll have our own sponsor plugs at the start, what how, how do people get a hand on that snazzy Super Kicks t-shirt? Oh, well, all you need to do is go on to the Super Kicks site and you can find this snazzy t-shirt, not just in this colour, but in multiple colours, as well as other snazzy gear. And you can purchase it with a discount code at Stone10. It is that. I, I kind of wish I wore my Super Kicks one, but... Uh, would have clashed a little bit. Uh, but uh, yeah, th thank you for joining me today. Uh, it was a pleasure. Hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll do part two of the SW podcast feed, I'm sure, by the end of the year at this rate. <laughs>